Yo guys, welcome back to the Touchliner. It's not a full podcast episode again. We're going to be doing a few of these as and when. We're going to be covering some World Cup games when it's noteworthy. Today, there was a game between Saudi Arabia ah. and Argentina. Oh my god. What do you think? I cannot be happier. I, I, here's the thing. You know what's crazy is um, just yesterday after the Holland-Senegal game, I was just like... I was talking to my friends, like, guys, this just doesn't feel like a World Cup. Like, I'm not getting World Cup vibes. I'm not getting World Cup passion. No team is playing with, like, their whole heart and soul and life. And then we watched the Wales-USA game. And that was that was the end-to-end game. It was amazing. Okay, it was only 1-1, but it was amazing. I watched it, and I enjoyed every second of it. And then the very next game started off like like it always would have right like a very early penalty Messi scores it was also the softest penalty i've ever seen in my life but it's okay we continue (laughs) Messi gets a penalty he scores it what else is he gonna do right and then offside goal offside goal offside goal yeah right Uh, am i am i being too loud into the mic by the way a little bit further away and try and trying to move you like lagging a bit (laughs) all right constant offside goals which i don't know how many people realized and clocked what was actually going on and the reasons why these goals were offside but we're going to dive into it but then the first half ends and it's looking like it's going to be an argentinian demolition in the second half but it looks like all of these Saudis drank their zamzam water they all <laughs> i don't know they prayed all five prayers just in the halftime break and they made some extra prayers as well they had the power of allah and rasul muhammad <laughs> on their side as well <laughs> they gave out a different team. They went from playing one defensive tactic to another, went from one risk to an even bigger risk, and ended up taking everything. When that second, when that no, just just when that first goal came in, I was in shock. And then the second one, the beauty, the the absolute stunner of a finish. I just I couldn't I couldn't hold myself. I was screaming. I was jumping. I was I I. I, I Wow, wow, wow. That is a, one of the best games of football I've seen in over a year. Easily, in over a year. Actually, crazy. no, 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 no. <laughs> Madrid, Madrid and the Champions League have been crazy last oh, year. Yeah, but this no. is up there. International, this is, this international is football. And this is the best international football game I've seen since probably some game in the last World Cup. Like, mm. there's nothing been anything as close, anywhere near as close. Anyways, Josh, your thoughts. What a game, man. What a result. What a result. Um... Argentina, you know, one of the favourites. And if you deep it, you know, you're like, oh, 36 games unbeaten. You know, we think in club football terms a lot. They have not lost since 2019. For That's reference. crazy. That, that is crazy. Pre-COVID. COVID wasn't a thing last time they lost. Like, if you think about it like that, it's insane what Saudi have managed to do. A team that is 53rd in the world, they're past the 50th rank in the world. Argentina, one of the favourites of the World Cup. For them to come into this game and do what they just did, is crazy because I remember after the first half, everyone was like, I saw all over Twitter screenshots. Wow, look at how high the Saudi line is. What are they doing? Oh, that's one. How many can they get? And it it worked. It completely just cut off Argentina's attack. They couldn't find a way through when they sat back. They couldn't get in behind when they came forwards. Saudi came with the right game plan. The second half was executed way better than the first, but. You could see that there was a plan. They weren't going there and like, yep, let's just park and see what happens. There was a game plan. Uh, credits to the manager for that, honestly. Here's here's my 
takeaways, right? First of all, this was the complete opposite of a showing of tournament football. You know, tournament football, you, yeah. you play to score one goal and then sit back for the rest of the game. Oh, they didn't, they didn't come to draw. Mm. These guys did not come for one point. They wanted everything. Okay, and it all started off with um, Hervé Renard. Hervé Renard, by the way, who's a very decorated manager in yeah. Africa. He's won, I think, two or three um, AFCON uh, Cups. It, anyways, he decides to play a high line with an offside trap, right? Which, in and of itself, in any normal game, is an incredible risk. Mm. You try it in the first game of the World Cup against Argentina, Leo Messi, Lautaro Martinez, right? Like, like you just got pace and slippery players just everywhere right yeah and 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 wow wow did it work right because because here's the thing if you if you were to look at stats and check your phone and, and be like oh offside goal oh another one three offside goals <laughs> oh well you know what the ref is probably just so biased you know oh qatar the ref you know like they paid him you know all that but if you watch the game right the offside trap was insane they always managed to get messi and martinez that one millimeter offside so their goals wouldn't count it was beautiful it was so amazing and then after they conceded they were like hey you know what we have everything to play for now forget the high line forget no don't forget the high line forget the, the offside trap let's play a constant press and this press caused mistakes it caused uh, pressure it caused panic can we just say I don't even think I saw Di Maria once that game, by the way. But moving on. No, I, I saw him. Surf... I saw him kicking the ball out. <laughs> Missing his biggest <laughs> pass ten times. He got pocketed. I think I think he's still in the in, in, in that defender's pocket. I don't know his name. <laughs> I'll be real. But um yeah, caused mistakes. The first goal, the second and here's the thing, the second goal was not lucky either, bro. No, no, no. It came in. It was it was a, a deflected shot yeah. on an incredible touch. And then he sets it up so nicely for himself and slots it in the top corner from just at the edge of the box. Bro, Chef's like, you kiss, cannot man. write this. Chef's you kiss. cannot write this. And then the defending after, the last-ditch tackles, the goalkeeping, wow, wow. Bro, they were celebrating. That's a team. They're celebrating tackles. Like, I've only seen that from, like, Martinez at United. I, that's a team, man. They were celebrating yeah. like it was a goal every time. I was like, this, they're winning. Here's the thing, yeah. I know this is one game. But if I were to base it off just only the performance of this game, that that team, they, they probably here's the thing, they probably won't replicate it. But that team with that performance can actually go on and go very far in this World Cup. I wouldn't I be like, surprised. Like if they if they decided, I think they're playing Poland next. If they mm -hmm. if they played Poland like this and beat Poland, imagine if they finished first in the table. They just need to win, bro. They'll win, Imagine they'll go how through. far they could go, right? But here's like, the reality of the situation is this was a game where just absolutely everything went right for Serbia and everything that could have gone wrong for Argentina went wrong for Argentina from the mentality to the tactics to just the frustrations that continue to grow. I don't know if... It's, it, it is too soon. I don't know how Saudi will fare against Poland. I would like to think that they can win, but... You know, this is football, and all it takes is one bad performance to absolutely destroy a team's momentum in the tournament. Poland, Poland are known at tournaments like for underperforming with what they have. Because on paper, we look at the team; it's like wow, Lewandowski, Zielinski. Um, well, I don't know if Piotr's in the team, but there's a bunch of players, right? Um, 
and they never do well. Even in the Euros uh, last year, they didn't do well. Saudi mm-hmm. got a chance, and if you they managed to walk away with the draw against Mexico, which by the way I couldn't even watch. I, that I took was I, I didn't I couldn't I tried watching a bit. Um, <laughs> Poland are horrible, but let me let me just say something. Twenty ten World Cups in Africa, Ghana goes on a dream run. Twenty fourteen mm-hmm. World Cups in Brazil, Costa Rica goes on a dream run. Twenty eighteen Russia are on steroids, so they go on a dream run. But this year, <laughs> 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 the first Arab World Cup. We have, we will see an Arab team do well, in from, and it's gonna be Saudi. It looks like it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be Saudi. It's I would Saudi. absolutely love if if Saudi make it to the quarters. This will be my all time favorite World Cup. See, here's the thing: it's very hard for anything to surpass the 2010 World Cup. That for me is just 10 out of 10. Mm. But if Saudi make it to the quarters, then hey, we're having a real conversation here. That would be insane. But here's Saudi my question now: What do you think this does to Argentina's chances of winning the World Cup? I honestly don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, it's very normal for big teams to lose their first game for tournament. Spain did it, 2010. I told you. They lost but you know, you know why I asked this? Why? Because, so if they were to finish second in this group now, they would be playing most likely France in the round of 16. And if you can remember in the last World Cup, Argentina faced France in the round of 16 and got knocked out. And they, France, they, by the they, way, after today. Here's the thing, yeah? I was talking about Ravio being garbage and being terrible. <laughs> hey, I cannot fault the guy anymore. I can't. I can't. Another he put apology. in a stellar performance today. No, not yet. He no, we'll do that in the more. episode. We'll one, the one episode. more good game. One more good game? No, after match, match day two. One more good game, and then I'll apologize. But right okay. now, hey, look. You're, all I'm going to say is you're not a liability. Okay? So nice guy. I don't know. France, France, Argentina is going to be a very tough game. And it's not a game that I see Argentina walking away from with an easy win at all by any means. So it's going to be very interesting to see how Argentina's the rest of their journey goes. But yeah, we all know Portugal are going to go on. uh, They're going to score seven against Ghana, seven against South Korea, seven against Uruguay, and then seven against whoever. Bro, you've like, Ronaldo's going to score 17 goals this World Cup. We're getting, we're, getting, we're getting off track, we're getting off track, we're getting off track, all right? We talk about Argentina. Do you think that they still have a chance of making the final? 100%. Look, they have a chance, right? But it's it's now about, like, here's the thing. Messi can only do so much. And we all, we all saw today that as good as Messi is, right, he's still a human being. Mm. And now that he's 37, he's even more of a human being. Right now, you're seeing his mortality. He can't run through players the way he used to. You know, he he wasn't even getting fouled so much. He was just getting like the ball taken off of him. You yeah. know, yeah. he was getting pressed by two, three men, and 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 he lost the ball multiple times. Right. So I'm not gonna sit here and say Messi is a magician and he's he is a magician, but he's not as much of a magician anymore. He can't do what he always does. So now it falls on the rest of the team, which means it falls on their mentality. You know, I'll tell you. If Argentina play with the mindset of the Saudi national team, it's over, right? Like, mm. the sky is the limit. But they walk in thinking, oh, we're the favorites. We're going to walk through everyone. That's the, that is a recipe for, for disaster. So it all, it all I want to see them celebrating tackles. I want to see them celebrating the 90th minute when they beat a small team. Like, I want to see all of that. Me too. And I'll say, you know what? Argentina actually have a chance. They got to start Martinez. They didn't start him. See what happens. He came on. They didn't concede once. I'm just saying. And he made yeah, one, one he, made, he, he made one key pass, which is as many as any of the other Argentinian players. 
that I don't know that's if that fair. says anything about him or more about the team. That's fair. <laughs> I think it's more about the team. But... I highly, I highly doubt the Argentina will start the same back four though. I don't think so because think that was atrocious. Otamendi. Here's the thing, Otamendi. bro. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, yeah, Otamendi. By the way, how dare you play Otamendi instead of Lissandro Martinez? But if you stack up Mbappe and Dembele against Otamendi, bro. Turn it off, over. bro. Turn it <laughs> off. Lock it off, bro. Lock I'm it not off. even watching that game. <laughs> There's no point. But I um, swear. I think I think Argentina still got a chance. They just I think they needed this wake up call. Now we'll see. I think they'll still come top of the group. Saudi Poland is a big game because I think if Saudi win that they finish second. Because mm-hmm. Mexico aren't beating Argentina, so that's it. It's up to Saudi now. Yeah. It's all up to them. It's all in their hands. This is going to be amazing. I'm so excited for game for match day two. Um, let's get a quick quick prediction of tomorrow's games, right? We have Germany, um, Japan. United have just confirmed that the Glazers are going to sell the club. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, save it for save it for another episode. Save it for another episode. Oh my days! All right. But we got more. We got Morocco, Croatia, Germany, and Japan, and Costa Rica, and who? Mm, Costa Rica and. Um... Spain, Espanol. Okay, let's let's hear predictions. All right. Um, I think Croatia. I'm just gonna go with the favorite. Ooh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna go Croatia. Will beat Morocco. Germany will beat okay. Japan. Um, Spain will beat Costa Rica, but Canada will beat Belgium. I'm going Canada. Now I'm, a native bro. Lad. I'm yeah, going yeah. Canada. You know what? I'm. Oh yeah, I'm very excited for this, bro. But okay, no, my prediction. Dikitilari is going to score. Dikitilari is going to bag himself a goal tomorrow. Bro, did you see what I sent you when he got hit in the face when they were playing water polo? I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. that woke up his football ability. He's going to score. That's why I'm not so sensitive to the guy. Trust <laughs> me, trust me. But on that note, um, whoever listened, uh, thank you very much. And uh, we'll, we'll be back as soon as something crazy happens in the World Cup. We'll be we'll, tomorrow we'll, or We'll be back next in week. a day or two for an episode. <laughs> Thursday, I believe. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday we have our match day recap. Yes. But like these short episodes will come every time uh, something crazy happens in the World Cup. So yeah, it's all on it's all on the Qatari uh, government and what they choose to let happen now. I respect them. I respect them. Thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening and watching, Take guys. Care, Follow, like, Take subscribe, care. download in a bit.